Hello there, Move Nation. This is Jonathan coming to you from Move Remote HQ. And this week I've got an interview with one of my dear friends, Joe Wintersheet. Joe was the high school uh, chemistry and physics teacher at my high school. And so I met Joe in 1996, and we trained briefly together uh, leading up to wrestling, which I did not do, which we talk about for a brief second. And we discuss a little bit about his training from when he was a, a teenager and leading up to now. He's 50 years old now, and he's training to be one of the top 200 Masters athletes uh, in the CrossFit Games. And so we talk about what that training is like specifically for that goal. Um, we discuss goal setting in general and mindset and what it's like to be someone who's super analytical uh, during a workout and how to get out of your head a little bit. And of course, we talk about the MOVE community and, and how that helps him on a daily basis in his training. So Joe was outside uh, on his front porch on a lovely day uh, here in Georgia. And so there's birds singing and uh, planes flying and wind chimes. And so it's all part of the ambiance. Um, so please ignore all of that, but also please enjoy this excellent interview. You and I have a long history, both in the gym and outside. As the chemistry and physics teacher at high school, I always thought you were strangely buff for such a smart, short dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, towards the end of my freshman year, um, you started a wrestling team or you were going to start one for the next year. And a bunch of my friends were interested. So I decided I might be interested too. In prep for that fall season, you held summer workout sessions and uh, I was the only one to attend. And so I would do the 7 a.m. workouts with you before my summer job as a caddy. I ended up not wanting to wrestle for whatever reason. And I think it was probably because you had to wear the onesie. Uh, <laughs> All the singlet, but okay. <laughs> but uh, I do remember enjoying learning how to lift like a bro. Yes. Um, yeah. So like, I don't know, 11 or 12 years later... Uh, this whole thing called CrossFit is buzzing around Decatur, and I believe you dropped into CFED, and I think you were working on some stuff for like uh, regionals, uh, or regionals prep possibly, and then we later ran into each other at regionals, and I got to cheer you on, um, which was really cool for me. I think it's safe to say that that was the start of a CrossFit fascination for both of us probably. Um, for you, for the competition side, and, and me for just kind of seeing what all of these people were capable of. Can you discuss a little bit about your early training days and how your concept of training or mindset evolved? Yeah, so I have some very distinct memories of, of that, that whole thing myself. Um, so if, if I can first start with the, the fact that before the regionals, I was, I was coach. I was training out of my own gym here at home, doing my own thing. Never had any coaching. You know, I was like, but I fell in love with the CrossFit sport. And I was like, oh, now, I mean, if people are interested enough to listen to this and, and they, uh, they go, oh, winter sheet was in regionals. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> what they have to remember is that in 2008, um, to make regionals, you had to be the, 
one of the first hundred people to pay a hundred dollars. Right. And, and so, yes, I did make regionals. I went to Jacksonville, Florida. Um, there were a hundred guys who made regionals and I think I came in 86 or 87. Uh -huh. Um, so it was a humbling experience, especially the last day, you know, so run into you talking to you and everything. And then on the last day, um, <laughs> they had this event and one of, one of the, one of the parts of the event was, uh, was a 95 pound overhead squat. Oh Yeah. Yes. And uh, it's like and 25 I, reps of it or something. Yes. Right? And I had, yeah. and I ran up to you and I was like, how do you do an overhead squat? <laughs> <laughs> the ceilings in the basement were not high enough. I could never do an overhead squat. So I'd never done one before. And, um, and so you kind of showed me how to do it. And I was like, all right, I got through the workout, obviously didn't do that great. And, um, and then when I came back, I realized, you know, I might need some training. And uh -huh. so that's when I, that's when I signed up, um, at CFED over at new street. And, uh, yeah. and I, first workout was a 5k row uh -huh. partner, partner 5k row. There was an odd number of people that day. So I can't remember the guy's name, but he, he basically said, ah, oh, yeah, you look like you're in pretty good shape. Why don't you just do the 5k yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and as you know, I mean, 5k row for me is not that great. I don't know how long it took, but it was probably, you know, an hour. So, <laughs> so, um, so that was kind of my, my start to the whole thing. Yeah. But CrossFit obviously wasn't the start of exercise for you. So when did, when did you start working out, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> so funny story. Um, so I am, um, I'm a brand, I'm brand new to Mississippi. I moved to Mississippi from Illinois and I was the smallest, uh, shortest, lightest kid in a brand new school. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was a traumatic kind of time for me. Um, so I decided, well, I'm going to, I'm going to work out, you know? Um, so it was kind of started out of insecurity, um, to be honest. Um, and I went to the YMCA and had a big sign on the door that said, you can't enter here until you're 14 years old. And I was 13 and a half. Um, so I got turned away. And then six months later, I went in to the, to the gym at the YMCA to pump some iron, which meant, you know, trying to lift the bar off my chest on a bench press, right? That was, that was the extent of it. And really, since, since that time, since I was 14, I have not taken any any big breaks since. So, uh, so I'm 50 now, so that's 36 years of it. Um, and, and so I, I, I basically just kind of weight trained, you know, classic weight training for, you know, three sets of 10 for, uh, for many years. And then when I got to college, I did, um, had a about three year stint, uh, where I did some bodybuilding. Um, and then, uh, after that, uh, just kind of went back to regular weight training. Now you mentioned the wrestling, which by the way, you, you know, your brother did wrestle for me. He did yeah. get into a onesie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Just uh, training with, with teenagers is fun either in the gym or on the mat. Always fun. I spent 18 years coaching wrestling and just really enjoyed it. It's a lot of work though. Um, and then when I stopped teaching, um, I stopped teaching in 07 and I had to find something to do. 
I did some stuff here at my house and then I, and then I found CrossFit and, and that's where that whole thing started. So what drew you to CrossFit in the first place? Like, cause that's, that's a pretty big difference from <laughs> not that you were doing bodybuilding all the time, but maybe even just circuit training in the gym, sure. you know, it's, that's a, that's a big difference in mindset even. You know, it, it was actually the very first workout I did. It was, it was, a just it flipped a switch in my head i mean it really did it was like i <laughs> i remember i was i was talking to a friend of mine and i was saying hey i'm doing this thing called the big book of muscle and it had one year's worth of of programming and um and i was like and i'm almost done with it and i don't know what to do next and this was this was 07 08 something like that and he said hey there's this crossfit thing that's happening online and it's really big you should check it out so I went to the main site and I saw the workout. I was like, I'll try it. First one I did, I don't remember the workout. But the first one I did, I just kind of fell in love. And it was, it was really the competitive aspect. You know, I'm a pretty competitive person, but it's, it was also the um, personal achievement aspect, the, the setting goals, um, the, the trying to be better than you, uh, than you were the last time. And that, that's really the big thing for me, especially now as I've, as I've done it for, for so long. It's, you know, if I've been doing it for, I got my 11-year anniversary pin the other day. If I've been doing it for over 11 years in the gym and I can still get a PR every now and then, you know, that's, that's something that I, I'm really, really happy with. That, you know, I always try to, I'm a goal-minded person and setting goals and hitting goals are, is, is big for me. What kind of challenges did you face right when you started? Really everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd been doing it for like at least a year in my basement. And, I, and then I get, to the, I get to the gym and get some real coaching. And I realized, yeah, I haven't been doing any of this right. You know? <laughs> um, so, so it was really just the movements. And then and then what I think a lot of people find is you've been doing movements a certain way for, for a long time and they're not, you know, they're not to standards. They don't meet the range of motion. And then all of a sudden you have to change habits and changing habits is hard. Those were some big things for me as far as, you know, just, just changing habits that I, that I had that were, they were pretty poor. Um, you know, like, uh, as an example, a pull-up. Did you know that you're supposed to go to full extension at the bottom <laughs> of a pull-up? <laughs> I did not know that. And, um, and I had to learn how to do that. Um, at regionals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, changing habits. It's almost easier for someone to start who has no concept of working out. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you obviously, you have to build coordination along with that. So, you know, there's, you need to have some sort of athleticism, but if you don't have any bad habits to break, you know, it's just like a clean slate. Yes, it is. But I've been able to, to break those habits and, and uh, hopefully start some good ones. The goal of bodybuilding, you know, it's a little bit different than the goal of someone who does CrossFit potentially. Yep. So what do you think are like the differences and maybe what do you think are things that still carry over from like all the different things that you've tried over the years? So the, the big thing is that 
as far as CrossFit goes, is it's really overall health. It's not just how much you can bench, which is which is a, it's an important number, um, especially if you're an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. But uh, tracking yourself and tracking your numbers is important. Um, but your overall health is too. And there are other numbers. You know, your resting heart rate. There's how long you can you can row, or how long it takes you to row a five k. I mean, those are all important numbers, and they and they point out different areas of fitness. So some of that tracking carries over between those things, but overall health is not really all that important when you're doing three sets of 10. And uh, you would never look at your diet and your, your sleep. You wouldn't even talk about those things if you're, if you're just going to Gold's Gym. Uh, those are not important things. You might talk about how many calories you're taking in, but that's about it. Why do you think those things are important to you now? Um, well, one, maybe I've matured a little bit. Um, yeah. And so, so I've, I've come to realize that my health is more important than just how I look, um, which is all that's really important when you're just doing the, the bench press and, and the bicep curls, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think I've just matured. Um, and I'm, I'm still, you know, still kind of comes from that whole insecurity uh, thing when when I was you know the fourteen year old kid, literally the ninety eight pound weakling. Um, so, uh-huh. but I've come a distance from that. Yeah, I think uh, I think probably a, a lot of guys get into exercise for that same reason. Sure. Like I said, for me, like when I started, like I'd already been doing CrossFit for since late two thousand seven, and then regionals would have been May. Mm-hmm. 2009 and so that's a year and a half i'd already been doing crossfit and i didn't even really like it all that much <laughs> <laughs> you know it kind of sucked it made it didn't make you feel too good sometimes sure um and i went to regionals and saw all those guys you among them all those guys doing all of those things back to back to back you know really just like going after it and the girls too but you know i was paying attention to the dudes mostly and just seeing what people were capable of. You talked about, you don't remember what your first CrossFit workout was. I don't remember what my first CrossFit workout was, but I remember the day I got back from regionals, I went to the gym and I remember what that workout was. Yeah. You know? So it was like, it was, that was the point where CrossFit was important to me. And it was because that's kind of what I thought real men should be. You know, it's like they can do, they're capable and they put their lives on the line. And it's, it's, I kind of, for a long time, I saw CrossFit as this like trial by fire type of thing. And that was just my story. But I think a lot of people, men especially, get into it because of some sort of like less than feeling. Right. Yeah, you know? absolutely. For me, it just comes back to making myself better, making myself feel better about myself and attaining those goals and, and in CrossFit, that's what it's all about. It's about tracking. It's about pushing yourself to be better than you were the last time you were doing the same thing. Right. How do you go about pushing yourself in that way? Like practicing your weaknesses and, and what kind of improvements have you seen in yourself since starting? Well, I mean, I've seen improvements across the board, uh, since, you know, in the last 11 years, obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's finding the efficiencies. I mean, there's, there's a smart way to do box jumps and there's a dumb way to do box jumps, right? 
you don't want to go all out in the first 30 seconds, which that's taken me a long time to learn. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I, I can tell you, I can't tell you how many times that I've, I've gone out and, you know, in the first minute, man, I am smoking it. And then uh, minute two, I seem to slow down. Um, Like I'm really looking forward to getting to this rest period I got coming up. (laughs) I'm going to get there as soon as possible. I used to, I used to say that a, a, a wrestling match lasts six minutes and, and any workout that lasts longer than that is too long for me. So, so I think that that's a big thing is that I've learned how to pace myself a little bit better and I can, I can handle a 15 to 20 minute workout a whole lot better than I used to be able to. I'm, I'm still afraid of, of certain exercises, but I try to approach them positively. You know, I, I know I'm still not good at certain things like, I mean, if you give me a 50 pound dumbbell in a 24 inch box, it is going to suck. But I try to approach it differently. And that's kind of where my mind shift has, has gone. Um, yeah. So just overall improvement in kind of how you think about workouts or. Yep. yep. And, and, you know, I think one of the things is, you know, why am I here? Why am I doing this? And, uh, and I try to ask myself that uh, sometimes in the middle of the workout. Um, sometimes before I start and, you know, and and it's it's kind of reality check. Okay. You're here to get better. You're here to, to be the best person you can be. So give it all you got. Is that just something that's come from experience or is it something that you've specifically targeted or worked on? It's something that I've targeted and worked on. You know, it's not something that, that came naturally. It's something that, I have to force myself to do, especially in the, in the middle of the painful workout. Right. I don't know if you feel like you've reached mastery on anything, but what is it like to start something new and then finally do it? Um, so in mastery, you're not referring to the term masters, like (laughs) right. You're just (laughs) accomplishing it, um, with success. Right. Right. It's, um, it's a great feeling. I mean, I mean, like, for instance, like last year's open, we had pistols and, um, it was, it, that was an exercise that has, <laughs> that's, you know, it's been my goat for quite a while and we worked on it for quite a while and, and it just, you know, and it clicked and, and it felt great. Yeah. Um, so so achieving mastery in, in individual events is really something that I'm proud of, but achieving mastery as far as being my best self, I think I still have, still have quite a ways to go. How do you go about setting goals for yourself? Like why do you choose certain things and then, and then how do you go about maybe moving towards them? Yeah, um, that's just kind of, you know, goal setting is an innate part of who I am. Um, whether it's in the gym, whether it's with my business or even like when I was teaching, I mean, I always had goals that I would set for myself. Um, so, so setting goals is something that, that is just part of who I am. And that comes naturally to me when I'm in the gym and and setting goals, I really kind of look at the workout or the exercise, you know, if it's a strength portion and I try to set something that is achievable yet difficult pretty much every single time I step in, step into the, to the gym or pick up the dumbbells here at home or, or whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm always thinking about that. Hey, 
I should be able to get one round in X and I should be able to not drop off by 10%. I should be able to keep the five rounds up at, you know, this and, and the numbers go through my head. You know, I'm a yeah. big numbers guy. I'm very analytical. As you mentioned, it, physics and chemistry, that's kind of where I was for so long. And, and the numbers are, are just part of who I am as well. So I'm always running the numbers in my head. Hey, how did that round go? What's the next round going to have to look like to meet where I want to be? How do you get yourself out of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, like even running a 400, it, it's uh, <laughs> difficult to get out of it. Oh, you know, oh, I just met. I just Only met. 200 more steps to go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I've actually counted steps before, you know, to, yeah. to per hundred. Um, and then I track off the, you know, the percentage that I'm already done. Um, how do I get myself out of it? The only thing that really does it is when I'm just having fun. Right. You know, when you're having fun, the numbers don't matter. And sometimes they're even better. But when you're having fun, you can kind of, you can kind of disregard the clock sometimes. And right. That's, that's a good feeling too. Yeah, I think, I mean, as a musician, I count everything as well. Mm -hmm. And so, and as a coach, I'm, I find myself counting people's reps and not even realizing it. Right. Um, right. But uh, I think while I'm working out, I think maybe I have a little less emotional attachment to it uh, sure. than you do. Um, you know, it's maybe not quite as meaningful to me as it, as it is to you sometimes. It's pretty meaningful to me. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, a big part of that is that, um, you know, I, I'm, first of all, I'm, I'm older. My, my kids are, are grown and, you know, almost both out of the house at this point. Uh, my youngest one's going off to college um, in the fall. And as you know, I sold my business uh, two years ago. You know, that leaves me and my wife, and which is, which is awesome. But also outside of, outside of that, you know, what do I have? Well, I got the gym, you know? Right. And so, so, yeah, so I put a lot of emphasis on the gym because it's, it's, a, it's a great place for me. It's, a, it's an enjoyable place for me. And it's what I have right now. You know, that's, that's a big part of who I am. Right. So a lot of people, when they talk about CrossFit, they might mention the workouts, mm -hmm. but a lot of times they'll just mention all their buddies. You know, they mention the community. <laughs> so as far as community goes, what does that mean to you and specifically at, at Move? I can't tell you how much the community at Move means to me. I, I, honestly, it is, it is where I have my best friends. It is where I've, I've connected with people on a much greater level than you know than you could at the gym no yeah yeah right. no, really no i have i'm serious like i can't tell you how many text threads i got going over here with with the guys or with some of the girls and and some of the coaches and you know i mean those are the people i talk to and it's not just about working out you know it's like oh you know i mean like we talk about the pun you know, <laughs> once a week and I talk about that with, with um, Mike and Jeff as well. I mean, uh, but it's not just that. It's, it's, it's everything. Um, that's why I really like to get together with, with folks outside of the gym because I find that, generally speaking, just folks that, that are in MOVE, I just kind of share a, you know, a mindset with those kind of people. And, and it's easy to, to talk to them and get along with them. And, and I really enjoy my 830 crew. Um, I shouldn't say my 830 crew, but the, oh, you know, it's yours. The, 
<laughs> but the 830 crew, I mean, it's, you know, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't ever want to seem cliquish or anything, but man, that's just a tight, tight group of people. And I love all of them. You know, it, it's just, uh, it's fun. I look forward to, to driving there. Yeah. I th- or um, when I will drive there. When, like, yeah, eventually. When we're, when we're... <laughs> For a long time, CrossFit got this bad rep about being a, uh, a cult. Yes. You know, people drinking the Kool-Aid and, and that type of thing. And, uh, you know, it's interesting how people, you start working out in this way. You start going to a CrossFit gym and you hang out with people. And then you, you're first, I think, drawn in because the workouts are so challenging mm-hmm. and it makes you feel a certain way, or at least for me. And then you're like, oh, well, you know, I want to kind of do better. Maybe I should eat a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I shouldn't drink this or maybe I shouldn't eat this so that my workout can be better tomorrow. And then, like you said, you start thinking about your sleep and you start thinking about all these different things. And then eventually you have to kind of like strip away all of the, the things you used to do, um, all of your habits, even some people you know, even some friends sometimes. And then, you know, you'd start to transition to only having CrossFit friends. And so <laughs> in that way, maybe it is a cult, but it's not like, you know, it's your lifestyle just changes. It, in a good way. In, in a good a, way. I mean, you know, I, I, I have plenty of friends, non-CrossFit friends. And um, when we get together, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I drank three beers last night and tonight, I'm, you know, I'm drinking this and, and, uh, and I'm like, dude, you know, that's going to affect my workout tomorrow if I have another <laughs> beer. So I, I got to stop, you know? Um, and, uh, and then there's also, you know, the, the whole health aspect too. I mean, uh, coming from my folks are, are some of those folks that spend Friday nights, uh, sorting their medicine, you know, for the, for the, for the week coming up. And just, you know, saying you know, that I don't want to be in that position. I want to be healthy without that and uh, the side effects that come along with it. So, Currently, you're training for the uh, master's division of the CrossFit Games. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm trying to think about when we actually started training for that. <laughs> uh, and I, I, were you 48? When we started, uh, yes, forty-eight, yeah. and um, and I was training for the first year that I'd be in the fifty-year-old bracket, and um, it was I was about forty-eight and a half. I, I know that we trained for sixty, sixty-five weeks straight, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> sixty-five weeks. So, what was it like going from regular group classes and doing the workout of the day with all your buddies uh-huh. to when you started training with me specifically with this goal for 65 weeks, yep. what was that process like? Um, well, that wasn't so bad because, because you would build in, you know, you knew what I was going to be doing on a daily basis with, with the, with the wad, um, that you would program. So I'd be able to do a lot of stuff with the group and sometimes you, sometimes, uh, sometimes Mike, Jeff, Trista, Eddie, uh, Carrie, you know, Brandon, somebody would join me afterwards to do part of it, you know, to do my extra work. And, and I always appreciated that. I mean, honestly, it was, 
that's something that really meant a lot to me and, and still does. Anytime someone says, yeah, I'll do X, Y, or Z with you, um, that means a lot to me because they're, they're doing it because, you know, out of the goodness of their heart, you know, I mean, their goal is not to be in the top 200 of, of uh, 50 years or older. Um, so that it's kind of humbling. Um, and I really, really appreciate that, but things have changed lately and, and it's a bit tougher. Yeah. So we went through 65 weeks uh-huh. of training. Um, and I have a specific approach, uh, yep. and it's, I, you know, it's based around my philosophy and for better or worse, I imparted on other people who I'm training. Mm-hmm. And, um, you get to that first CrossFit open when you're 50. Mm-hmm. And how did that go for you? I will say that I was, you know, I did not reach my goal. So my goal was the top 200 in the world. And I ended up 386, which is, you're like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. You know, there's two ways to look at it. Oh, you're only 186 off, you know, or wow, that's, that's 186 people you got to jump for next year. But, but I personally looked at it as a huge, huge improvement for me. And I attribute that to the programming that you did. I mean, it really did help me to become a better full-rounded athlete. And I really feel like that was a, that was a solid, solid performance. And, you know, and maybe it just takes longer than 65 weeks to, to get to where I want to get. I worked as hard as I could most days. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I just have to put in more, more time, more effort. Yeah. I mean, you did great. I, and I, I gave you a stat, uh, back then and it was something like an 82% improvement <laughs> from the previous four years. Yeah, it's, a, it's a little bit better. You know, that's, that's, you know, if you think about, you can think about it a few ways, like you said. Sure. Um, and then after that, we kind of refocused a little bit on some things. Yep. And I actually recommended that you move to a new coach. Yeah, you did. And, uh, and that kind of speaks to, you know, you recognizing, you know, that maybe I needed something different. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, and I appreciate it. I mean, you could have just said, Hey, yeah, let's change it up and do it this way. But, um, you, you pointed me in the direction of training think tank. And, um, (laughs) which if you want to talk about humbling experiences, (laughs) wow. (laughs) I mean, the guys there do not mess around. We're talking about, they train people that go to the games, not just, not just the regionals, you know, we're talking about people that go to the games. I went to an event there and there were something like 40 people. And, um, there were people from Germany, from Australia, um, New York, California, you know, there's only one other guy from Georgia in the whole thing. And, um, and so when I went there and we had, I think it was eight events, maybe six events, can't remember, but my goal in that whole thing was just don't be last. And so, so it's, it's humbling. And the coaches there have been phenomenal, but it's tough. And, and the toughest part really is, is not being able to not being able to be a part of the the A thirty crew on a regular basis. Right. It, that's probably the toughest part. Um, not not just the workouts. How has your training changed? The big thing is that I I focus on a couple of things. I focus on one things that are going to be in the open. You know, there are certain events that are always going to be in the open. Certain 
movements that are always going to be in the open and two things that I'm not good at. So what that means is I row a hell of a lot. I mean, I row a lot and it is, uh, it is because I'm not great at it, but you know, I'm getting better. Um, I do, I do box stuff a lot. I do, um, handstand walks a lot and it's just that, Hey, continue to, to focus on the things you're not good at and eventually you'll get better. Um, and so, Oh, burpees. Oh my God. I've done so many burpees in so many different ways. I didn't know there were so many different ways to do burpees and, uh, and I've, I've done so many of them. Um, but I'm getting better at them. So, yeah. and, and we both know that we're going to see them when the open comes around. So, mm -hmm. uh, so it'll pay off. Again, I think that speaks to like the approach of me versus your coach, uh, Mike, and maybe even specifically this goal, you know, my, my approach was, was still CrossFit in that broad, general and inclusive. Huh? We're going to be very general and try to build up your overall health yep. and athleticism and then sprinkle in these things or have these focus moments of snatches or, or uh, Olympic lifting or handstand push-ups or, or whatever those things were at the time. Um, and then now as you're, you're honing in more on your specific goal of this one competition, yep. and there are still unknowns there, but there are, are things that are largely known. And so now you're able to just focus on those specific movements. And, and I'm not going to say that you're not focusing on overall health, but overall health is not as important as the task. Right. Right. I mean, if, if you're goal oriented, like I am, I mean, you really have to, to put that one goal out there and take these specific steps that it takes to get there. Um, I know that you guys have changed the, the workouts that you've been doing lately and there's always something crazy going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I haven't done a lot of that stuff. Um, and I will, you know, after we get back and get through the open and hopefully regionals and, you know, I'll get back into it. And I look forward to that as well. Yep. What do you think you offer as a member, as an sometimes coach, um yes once every two years yeah <laughs> but i think even as maybe a, a leader as well my hope is that people just see me as positive you know um try to stay out of the negative talk and you know i'm not just talking, talking about the workouts or you know people but i just hope people see me as 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 positive that's really what i try to convey you know, that's why I, I look forward to, to new people coming in. It's like, you know, this is not a click. This is a, a welcoming kind of group and uh, try to go out of my way to, to welcome new folks, to, to make conversation with people and just, it isn't about the gym. Um, so hopefully that's the way people see me. I don't know, but that's yeah. what I try to convey. What would you say to somebody who was just starting CrossFit or thinking about starting CrossFit? Could you offer them any sort of advice? I would say that the, the biggest thing that I would say is have fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, I have people ask me a lot about, you know, just working out in general. And if you're not having fun, then you need to do something else, you know? 
I mean, now I don't have fun running an 800. And so I, I don't stop in the middle of it. Eh, sometimes I walk a little bit, but, <laughs> but um, if you enjoy what you're doing, it's, it's just not work anymore. So I would say have fun. Um, and I do. So good. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we well, log off? I, I think, I think people really want to know what Jonathan was like in high school. Oh, you think so? <laughs> That's what I think. I think that's people, funny because they never ask me. They, <laughs> <laughs> what were you like in high school? <laughs> um, yeah, if we're closing up, I think I need to make sure that I close up with, with a little bit about you when you were, uh, how much did you weigh? Uh, probably between 135 and 145 pounds. Okay. All right. I ha you had the long straight hair. Yeah. Um, and you were you were pretty quiet. I, I remember where you sat, but I do remember that you that you brought the uh, you brought the was it a it wasn't it was a was it a mandolin that you brought into to class one day? No, harmonica. A harmonica, and yeah. we had a hoedown. We did uh, where you performed with the harmonica, and um, that was in physics class. Can't remember yeah. what it was about, but I do remember that you did that. You know, I think it just came up in conversation and somebody was mentioning harmonica and I said, oh, well, I've got one. And I just started playing. So, so it wasn't planned. It was, it just no, spontaneous as, yeah. as, as all physics is. Sure, sure, sure. But actually, yeah, I got a superlative that year and it was best harmonica accompaniment for a physics class hoedown. <laughs> Might've been the one and only ever. It was, it was well-deserved, <laughs> well-deserved, Jonathan. Um, but I, I did enjoy having you in my class, and, and I enjoyed, I, I don't know, I just enjoyed teaching in general, um, and I, I, I miss it a little bit, but um, especially having great students like, like, like you, and like that entire class was a great class. I mean, yeah. just a lot of, lot of good kids, and, um, and I miss that a little bit, but, I, you know, uh, there's great people at the gym. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you, and oh. thanks for coming on, and good luck with all the training at yeah. home and at the cabin. And I appreciate it. It's um, it's uh, it's been challenging, but again, it's it's been fun, and that and I look forward to it, and I look forward to getting back in the gym with you guys. So, yep, can't wait. Well, thanks again. Hey, no problem, Jonathan. Talk to you later. Mm.